Sunday, March 3rd, 2024, the third Sunday of Lent. We read the cleansing of the temple in today's Gospel. It was Passover time. People from far and wide came to Jerusalem to celebrate the Passover. For the Jews, making this journey at least once in a lifetime was a matter of great religious importance. Jesus, too, probably walked the hundred-plus kilometers from Galilee to Jerusalem many times, probably every year. About 20 years back, when he came to this temple, it left a lasting impression on him. He was just 12 years old then, but had debated with the learned elderly of the temple in the city, forgetting his need to return to Nazareth. When Mary and Joseph came in search of him, he had given them an answer that took everyone by surprise. This is my father's house. Don't you know that I should be here? One could interpret this as an immature response from a boy stepping into his impetuous teenage years a little too soon. But now, when we find him again in the temple, we realize that those words were not immature, but of great conviction. Now he is not a child, but an adult, aware of his mission with much more clarity, restoring God's temple to its original sanctity. This time around, he recognizes that the temple has been turned to a marketplace. He becomes so enraged that he upends the chairs, throws away the coins, and chases the tradesmen with a whip. Some people question him, and ask for a sign to prove his authority to do this. He tells them to destroy the temple and in three days, he will rebuild it. The author makes a comment then, so that no one will miss the inner meaning of the text. He was speaking of the temple of his body. That comment will leave a lasting spiritual trail in the church. Paul reminds us repeatedly that we are temples of the living God. It was originally so. The body was made out of earth. God breathed his spirit into it, and it began to live. Desecrating the temple was intolerable for Jesus. And so it is with the temple of our bodies. In the Hindu tradition, the temple is equated with a body. Each part of the temple is known as a part of the body. There is a head, the feet, the palms. Interestingly, the place where the deity is installed is the womb. How concepts about the holiness of the body converge in different traditions. They all consider the body as a temple. The authorities in Jerusalem considered Jesus' entry into the city and subsequent cleansing of the temple as an uprising of the Galileans. And it kicked off a religious and political crisis for which Jesus would ultimately pay with his life. But for now, there are some sympathizers who appear to believe in him, mostly because they saw him perform great miracles. He refused to be flattered by such adulations. Instead of gathering necessary local support in a period of crisis, he ignores them. Why does he do that? 
The evangelist tells us that Jesus knew human nature too well. What is the human nature to which he is so privy? Perhaps he was sure that these people who believe only in miracles are not those who would transform their lives based on the values of the kingdom of God that he was proclaiming. That cautious attitude of Jesus toward the miracle believers invites us to a deeper reflection on our own faith. Does our faith look only for miracles? Jesus is inviting us to a faith that aligns our values with those of the kingdom of God, calling us to an active practice of love, compassion, forgiveness, and mercy. Thank you.